coverage from 8 to 10. It's the Sports Page taking a look at all the national stories you want to hear the U92 sports staff talk about. And at the bottom of every hour, tune in for breaking news on all of the top stories in sports by members of the U92 staff. And finally, live sports on U92 The Moose are the bread and butter. Tune in for coverage of both WVU soccer teams, women's basketball, baseball, and WVU hockey live on U92, 91.7 FM, and U92TheMoose.com. You're not going to want to miss any of the sports here on U92. U92 The Moose is your home for the best sports coverage you're going to find here on the campus of West Virginia University. It all starts on Wednesdays from 6 to 10. It's the Sports Block on U92. From 6 to 8, we're talking WVU sports with a tilt towards on-campus coverage. From 8 to 10, it's the Sports Page taking a look at all the national stories you want to hear the U92 sports staff talk about. Then at the bottom of every hour, tune in for breaking news on all of the top stories in sports by members of the U92 staff. And finally, live sports on U92 The Moose are the bread and butter. Tune in for coverage of both WVU soccer teams, women's basketball, baseball, and WVU hockey live on U92, 91.7 FM and U92TheMoose.com. You're not going to want to miss any of the sports here on U92. I didn't get anything for Valentine's Day this year, but that's okay. The money for my gifts went to a good cause, helping U92 The Moose grow. Join us and pledge your love to the moose. Come listen to 36 hours of nonstop radio streaming live at noon, February 13th until midnight on February 14th. Your generous donation can help fund new equipment, let us travel to sporting events, and give our student broadcasters bigger and better opportunities. To donate, go to U92TheMoose.com and click the donate button at the top of the page. Thanks for helping us out. Sports page starting now, uh, and we are so excited to be with you here tonight. Going for another two hours here. We talked about the men's and women's basketball teams on the campus of West Virginia here in the last hour, and now we're going to get into the fun stuff uh, as well. You know, that's not fun. That's not what I'm saying there. But wow, wow. I mean, it's not going to be fun for me to talk about the Eagles. Oh, but it's going to be fun for me because you have to talk about the yeah, Eagles. Right. We've got two Eagles fans yeah. in the studio. Yes, we do. Yeah. Like two it's not me, fans. and it's not Lambert. Uh, I know it is not. Tanner Lambert, Brian McClellan, old Sean Tansky, and uh, Mr. Jonathan Hamilton. Oh, let's go. Got Here the mister. Hey. <laughs> with you tonight. Jonathan Hamilton coming off the bench tomorrow, though. Uh, <laughs> God. He's our J.J. Reddick, man. We can't have him off the bench. You can't, yo, yo, you can't, you can't release... Uh, Lineup uh, details yeah, like that. Right yeah, exactly. oh, please <laughs> give, please right. give me the start, coach. Please. Right. The opponents are listening to this, Dan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got Kim's friends tomorrow. Right? Yeah, buddies. The Kim. Kim's buddies. Sorry, yeah. Kim's buddies tomorrow against the ninety tours uh, at the West WVU yeah. student rec facility. Uh, it'll be fun downstairs, court I, number six. No, they moved it upstairs. No, oh, we're upstairs. Oh, upstairs. upstairs. Yeah, wow. Actually, downstairs will be court number six. Well, listen, last time Brian played on the upstairs court, he went off. Game. He, he went, went off. off. He played nice on Tuesday. We hey, we won. Yeah. I had to take it easy though because I wanted to save the energy for Thursday. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, you played. So you played to the end of the game. I was a bit worried there. Very quickly, very quickly here with, I mean, there's no other way to put it than real history last night. Oh, it was uh, at the what is it? It's still, it's, it's, not, it's it's crypto.com crypto. arena. Yeah. Real quick on crypto stuff. There's not one crypto nope. in the Super Bowl nope. this year. No, nope. very interesting. That uh, that stadium they might be changed sooner they, rather t- they than they signed later. that deal to like 2036. I know, too. but if this <laughs> is not a thing anymore, no. you don't know. Yeah, no, I. But yeah, agree. no, it was um, historic. LeBron was uh, now the all-time scoring leader in NBA history. I am not a fan of his, yeah. but you have oh, to respect wow. that. Appreciate oh, greatness. Am I the, yeah. am I the only LeBron? Fan? I, am I, the the LeBron I respect him, but yeah, I, I can't really like him that much. No, I I, 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 on right. the court, yeah, he's a, he's. I mean, 
I, the man. Wow. <laughs> Off the court, not a fan of him. Um, Mine's actually like vice versa. Like I'm just not a. I don't. I, don't, I mean, the, he's great on the court, but yeah. um, I don't. I don't. I'll, I'll continue with saying that. I'm sorry. No, I, I. I mean, I'm not going to say any more than that. You have to respect what's on the court, right? I think yeah. that when you judge athletes, you shouldn't judge them. Um, well, I, I, I don't know. It, it depends, but it, it, the talent of LeBron James is immeasurable. Yeah. I, well, I think he's. In recent memory, he's the only athlete that I could definitively say that had these unrealistic expectations yeah. placed onto him. At 18. That has surpassed them. Like, yeah. anything yeah. you could have said about it, anything that was said coming out about him, uh, he's proved wrong time and time again. Uh, I mean, he just broke a record that many thought to be close to untouchable, unbreakable. Yeah. And now he's going to set a new precedent for it, where he may that where wherever he finishes his career with how many points he he may set the precedent for being unbreakable. Yeah. It's going to be awesome to see when he, you know, hopefully he plays uh, to break forty thousand. That's going to be incredible. He yeah. has scored a thousand points against every team in the league but Cleveland. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, <laughs> it's and, and, and if he was in the East rather than the West, he'd probably have it against Cleveland. Too. Yeah, no, it's yeah. it's just <laughs> that's why. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. No, it's impressive because, as Sean said, like he he had unreal expectations coming in. Like anything short of like being an all-time great, people would consider a bust. And he somehow exceeded them. And obviously, you know, we all, you know, just in general, everyone critiques LeBron and whatnot. I mean, we gotta appreciate greatness while it's here. Like in our lifetime, we're not gonna see another player like LeBron. Um, And everything he's done on the court, I mean, it's surreal. like even last night when I was watching it, like didn't it didn't feel real? I was watching no. like it the felt like any time he touched the ball, I'm like that's going in. It's kind He's of impressive. Yeah, it's impressive to me yeah, how I he knew got that it. Fadeaway was going in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, like that's I, going in. Yeah. in that's what I'm saying. I think yep. he he could he could do that every single night if he wanted to, but he doesn't. Like he doesn't. Shaq. I, I believe I it was it. I believe it was Shaq. Uh, some uh, one of the guys was saying he gets he probably gets more satisfaction making the right play and passing yeah. up than he does scoring, uh, and I, I think that's. Just you know, just speaks to him and as it is, you know. Um, it definitely stinks that the Lakers are struggling, and you know, a realistic opportunity of them uh, being uh, title contenders probably doesn't seem likely this year. Maybe not next yeah. year, but you know, I hope um, LeBron keeps doing his thing. I love watching him play. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with what you're saying. I I will say though, like if you're a team like. Not not to steer away from just LeBron, but like seeing the Lakers in the seven game series would be scary. If you're like yeah. a team like the Grizzlies, even the Nuggets, well, uh, yeah, because they sneak they, into they, that plan. They make the plan I think they will. I think they are. Gonna, the West is so like it's, it's like two it's games, insane. Games. Yeah, yeah. Them, imagine, yeah, imagine being the one seed, and, you have yeah. and one of the team that comes out, it's it could be the Lakers. Imagine it's the defending champion yeah. Warriors. The Warriors. Like, that, yeah. <laughs> that spells pretty bad luck for any would, team. Seeing LeBron and I don't care if you're what what the home home court is. LeBron in the seven game series. Yes, it's you have to contain him. And you, a healthy Anthony yeah, Davis. You have to slow him down. You can't stop you can't him. Stop him. Uh so yeah, no, it's uh you know, I may be I'm probably you know I love watching LeBron play. I'm yeah. a big LeBron guy, but I mean I also understand. I don't, <laughs> hey, if I'm a Boston sports fan don't like him. If I'm, yeah. uh, well, I'm a New York Knicks fan, so. But no. Oh yeah, you probably don't like him because yeah. you probably thought he was going there in the decision, yeah. along with Steph Curry too, but, <laughs> and, no, so. Zion and, and Kevin Durant, Zion, and Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you end up with RJ Barrett and Julius Randle. Yeah, hey, disrespect, take pleasure that they all love playing in Madison Square Garden, but just not playing there all the time. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'll watch the games. And it looks like there's more like Warrior fans. Yeah. I'm like, what is going on, guys? But That's all right. The Knicks will be there. Knicks will be back soon. Be back, yeah. Hopefully, in my lifetime. Unless <laughs> I got the Eagles. I don't know. There's a lot of lifetime. Yeah. Hey, we beat the Orlando Magic last night. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Celtics well, can't beat them. So. Yeah, well. right. You're right. <laughs> That's true. You want to talk about Celtics? Like, the Warriors can't beat them either. Hey, <laughs> yeah, the Magic. Come on. I, I was. Ma- ma- yeah, Paulo. Oh. Lo- yeah. Hey. Giving that one up for Hamilton. Appreciate it. Maybe Paulo will get the All Star nod. Probably not because no, but it'll probably no, no, because that's stupid. Because he should be an all star. Yeah, no. Well, like they just <laughs> don't mean, let rookies. They just don't. Yeah. I remember, but like even like I, w- I wouldn't give it like of the people getting hurt. I wouldn't put him over Fox if Fox gets if no. Darren Fox all gets right. that last. No. Uh, do, you, do you remember the other night, Brian, when we were sitting there talking and JJ Redick was calling that Knicks game? Yeah, 
And they asked him if he had help in Orlando. <laughs> yeah. Said, no, I was down there by myself. <laughs> Didn't okay, wait. Jay. Was he on that team that went to the? He wasn't on that team that went to the finals. I don't with Dwight no, Howard? I didn't no. get there right after Dwight was gone. Oh, that's tough. Was, was that it? Went. I thought I, it was... I don't know. I don't remember. I was gonna say. I mean, I don't know. But JJ Reddick's acting like he's like a six-time MVP. Like, <laughs> come on. It's not like JJ Reddick was the best player on that Magic team. Right. I love. I, I like JJ. I'm I do big, too. No, he knows what he's talking about. But like, I'm a big Sixers boy. Yeah. Yeah, he, he he willingly chose to sign with that unproven team, and he's top ten in the franchise for three points all time. That's crazy. So. He was only there for like two seasons. Right? Yeah. I'm done talking about the NBA. Can we move on? Oh, you want to talk about uh, fly Eagles fly? <sighs> yes, you, you do. You want to get into the fly Eagles fly? Yeah, I suppose. All right, <laughs> Sean, you want to start with the Super Bowl? Um, I, I did. You guys know that. The Kelsey brothers are playing each other. Yeah, in the no game. way. Did you know wow. it's the Andy Reid Super Bowl because oh he used to coach for the Philadelphia this is, Eagles? This is like last year watching college basketball. Did you know it was Coach K's final year last year? Yeah, I did. Actually. I forgot. I did. Yeah, I mean, I was, was, uh, yeah. I'm going to be so shocked when uh, – who's calling the game? Is it, is it it's Burkhardt and Olsen? Yeah. When Burkhardt opens that game and he goes – it's Travis Kelsey on one side and Jason Kelsey on the other. The two will not even be on the field at the same time. Andy mm-hmm. Reid against his former team <laughs> here tonight in Glendale. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Great. <laughs> Why know, are you looking at me I, like I, that? I just, I can't. Super Bowl media days are the dumbest things ever. Can we stop? Can we talk they about They let anybody into those. You saw yeah. when Coach Sirianni was asked about his daughter? Yeah, that was a bit weird. I, I mean, uh-huh. how... Oh, is the Super Bowl is a Super Bowl a must win game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I think that was a joke. No, yeah, no, no, that guy, yeah, no, that, that announcer satire. that's been doing that, yeah. he's been doing that's that satire. for years. He has bits. Yeah, yeah. that's a bit of that's his. Satire. Which eagle Come will on. you not want to date your daughter? My daughter is five, five years, years old. old. Like, that, one, that, one, that one, that <laughs> one. How about we talk about the actual game? Talk about how Jalen Rieger is going to be, or Jalen Rieger. Good lord, yeah, AJ nice try. Hey, don't don't you don't yeah. talk about Jalen yeah, Rieger. We don't say that name. Don't don't. No, no, no he's Vikings. traded yeah, to the Vikings. Yeah. I forgot that. Yeah, and then they have Jefferson. Too. No, okay, don't. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. Right. Yeah, that's right. that who's in the Super Bowl? Who's watching? Yeah, who's in the Super Bowl? That's all right. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. We got a first round pick for Chase Claypool five years after they. We got a first. Yeah, we got a first round pick for Carson Wentz. There you go. Oh, Lord have mercy. Can we um, talk stupid prop bets? Can we talk about uh, this? No, let's actually talk about the game first. Okay. Uh, I know both of you guys think the Eagles are going to win. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm still a split. I, See? Because I, I believe it hurts. It's not even that. It's so, just like, if you guys cover Travis Kelsey, you'll win. So, my biggest thing going into this game, like, last week was, it was sitting in like, wow, we are going to the Super Bowl after everything that's happened in the past five years, we're going back and everything. And after this awesome season we had, we're going to the Super Bowl. Now, this week it's been more like, oh, my God, we're in the Super Bowl. Oh, my God, we have to uh, play Patrick Mahomes. By f- and, you know, by far the toughest team we'll have to play. Yeah. But I thought – now, things that happened in the NFC Championship game, like Brock Purdy going yeah. down and then Josh Johnson coming down and then Josh Johnson getting knocked out and Brock Purdy, who couldn't throw it, going back in – Regardless, I thought the toughest team the Eagles would have to face was that 49ers yeah. team. Yeah. I thought they matched up the best uh, at every level with the Eagles. And again, even though what happened happened, I still thought the Eagles were going to put up, win it by at least double digits. This one, I'm not going to lie, I wanted to face the Bengals. I thought we matched oh, up with I the – I mean, I think that our offensive – I mean, our defensive line against their banged-up offensive line would have broken the game. Now, this one – I'm thinking it's it's Patrick Mahomes that we have to face, and that's that's a scary thing. But what's going to come down to this is is the def- is our defensive line going to get after him? Yeah, I think Hassan Reddick's going to have a big game. I he's a popular pick to be Super Bowl MVP yeah, for a reason. Big, I think, uh, he's yeah. been an absolute game wrecker. He's been, I, I mean, I've said it before. Uh, AJ Brown was the splashiest move of the offseason, and by far one of the biggest. But getting Hassan Reddick and what he signed for that's the best move the Eagles made this offseason. Yeah, I, yeah, I think they, if oh, no, I finish they were thirty first in pass rush last year, they finished as the number one, as the thirty first pass rushing team in the league. And this year, they were number one. They became the first uh, defense ever to have four players register double digit sacks. Yeah. Never been yeah. done before. And like th- that, this Eagles defense is not going to be remembered as one of the great defenses of all time. 
but it is going to be remembered as one of the best pass rushing units of all time, and that's mm-hmm. really going to be the key for him. Now, you know, when you when you look at Patrick Mahomes, he's very good in the pocket and outside the pocket, but under pressure, any quarterback is still going to be a little bit flustered, you'd have to say, right? You can look back at any of the greats, any of them, and, and if you can get in their face and force them to hurry and make decisions quicker than what they want to do, that's a way to win the football game. You don't have to have the greatest secondary in the world if you have the best pass rush in the world. But it helps that's that they have a great secondary, too. No, I too. know, and that's yeah, what I was yeah. getting to is the fact that not only are you going to most likely be up and around Patrick Mahomes' face and that sort of thing, and who knows how that ankle's healed. I'm sure that he says he's. It says it's feeling so much better than it I'm did sure last it is, week. But there's no way that's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we all saw how that thing bent. There, we all saw how it, how he looked when he was running to right, get that first down right, to seal the game. Right. There's no way he's completely healthy coming mm. into this game. And if you can force him to move around and make errant decisions and make bad throws, Patrick Mahomes is, overthrows a lot of throws sometimes, and, and that doesn't get talked about quite often. But if you can force him to make decisions, and I don't know what the Chiefs receiving core is going to look like. They got really banged up in that Bengals game. Juju's questionable to right. play. Uh, going to play. MVS is questionable to right. play. Uh, Hard, Hardman's out because he was placed on IR. How, how healthy are they going to yeah. be? Yeah, they get Clyde Edwards, the layer back, but you, you never know. And, and so if you can get in the face of Patrick McHolmes, I think that that is the way that the Eagles can win this game. If they cannot do that, it could be a long night too. Yeah, no, no matter what quarterback you face, all any of the all-time greats, the way you – give yourself a chance to disrupt their rhythm, disrupt their timing. And by how you do that, you get to them. Um, you send your pass rush at them. You don't even have to necessarily sack them, but if you hurry up uh, timings of throws he wants to do and everything, that's just going to make an offense uh, just be disruptive. And that's what – and I know that's what the both coaches know that. Andy Reid knows that, and then Nick Sirianni knows that. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, – which of the units come out on top there? Yeah, no, I, yeah, I mean, as Sean said, couldn't agree more. But I do, I, I even as Tanner said, no, I agree. If we, we're going to have to get um, to the quarterback, obviously to Mahomes. Also, I don't really know how healthy Mahomes is. I mean, I'm sure they're going to. Obviously, he's going to play, but yeah, he's really not know. missing that game. Yeah, yeah but it, like it's yeah, it's more so like I mean, gonna, a big yeah. component of Patrick Mahomes' play is is when plays break down. Yeah, making he runs around. He pulls something yeah, out of his hat and makes and you're like, "Oh my god, how did yeah. that happen?" So, and I think our run game is going to be fine. Um like with uh yeah, I think we'll be able to get like with Miles Sanders, obviously with Hurts being the dual threat he is. I think we're going to put pressure on that Oh, the Eagles are going to put pressure on the Kansas City defense. Yeah. And if we can get after Mahomes and really just uh obviously not let him make those spectacular plays, I mean, on the flip side, on the Chiefs running game, is Clyde edwards helaire is he, is he he's, activated? He, he, he was yeah. taken off of IR. Yeah, he was okay. taken off of IR. Interesting. I'd be interested to see if he plays. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see does. for the Eagles, their big success this postseason was they were able to run it both games. Right. And they were able to dominate both ways. And that's what they've liked to do so far under Nick Sirianni in two years here and how, J- and how Jalen Hurts loves this offense. Uh, but, like – I like it doesn't have to be Miles Sanders that has to big uh, have mm. to have a big game. He's had a couple touchdowns here, but it's been Gainwell. Boston Scott being uh, able to come Gainwell's in. And though. Kenneth Gainwell's had a fantastic postseason. Yeah. Like he was, you know, had a so and so regular season. I thought bigger things of him, but he's really shown up here in the postseason. He's had huge wins. Against the Giants, he became the first Eagle. Since Brian Westbrook in uh, 2006, that's a to, name to rush yeah. for wow. over a hundred yards in a postseason Brian game. Brian Westbrook, yep, a legend, very underrated. Yeah, so I think that's what makes the Eagles dangerous, though. The, yeah. He is. What a homer! Oh a my lord! A Look at Thanks, guy, I agree. What a homer! <laughs> Look at some of the statistics he put in in the early 2000s. Mm. Some, right. We're on Philly Talk Sports Radio oh, right now. Oh, we go. Good. Lord have He's mercy. An extremely underrated running back of the 2000s. He gonna, really is. <laughs> there's going to be a tangent at some point tonight about how Joel Embiid's not a starter in this All Star game. Well, I mean, I mean he, he should, should be. Been, yeah. He should be. He's and, averaging and like 33 started, points a Lambert. game. Look what you've started. 34 and 10. Not an All Star. 34 and 10. All right. Whatever. I mean, okay. Don't get me started. Don't get what? Go win an MVP. Should have. He should have won at least one. Oh, okay. Don't get me started. Stop. I will stop. Just I stop, have, Lambert. Enough. I have enough. <laughs> any argument you have, content, I have. Man. What are you saying? Uh, yeah, no, we're talking about it's the. It's gonna be a wild game. Hamilton, give me your thoughts on the Chiefs' defense. What do you think about them? Anything? I don't think they're good. 
I can't I mean, believe you want Spagnuolo in de- still coaches. Uh, I mean, you want in depth. Uh, I mean, they played better against Cincinnati, but uh, I'm not, I'm, I don't think the Eagles' defense is anything to worry about. The Def- on the, defense. I mean, ugh, the Eagles' offense. My goodness, I don't think they have anything to worry about. I think that I think that's going to be offense versus offense, and you know, depending if 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 Hassan Reddick can get pressure on Mahomes, that'll that'll be a big issue too. I think so. I don't know. I don't think I mean, the Chris Jones had a heck of a game against Cincinnati. Yeah. Let's Cincinnati. Be, let's so be yeah. fair about that. Well, that's what I'm saying. I said so against I, Cincinnati, they played better. What? So like, I don't necessarily think the Eagle. Like, yeah, the Chiefs' defense as a whole isn't anything to write home about, but they have a legitimate star on all three levels. I mean, yeah, Chris Jones, Jones is a, is a game wrecker. Uh, Frank Clark's a perennial Pro Bowler at edge rusher there. Uh, Willie Gay Jr. is a fantastic linebacker. And then uh, Legereus Sneed, who's going to be healthy, uh, is a very good up-and-coming corner. So they, while they might not have the complete uh, unit and depth that the Eagles do, they still have stars at every single position. Uh, but, I mean, Eagles offensive line is the best in football. Uh, and I think they, this game's going to be won in the trenches. And, I mean, I, I think the Eagles offensive line can beat the Chiefs defensive line and vice versa. I think the Eagles defensive line can beat the Chiefs offensive line. It is a truly very good matchup um, because sometimes you get a Super Bowl where it's not the best matchup. I think that if these teams are healthy, they're two of the best teams in football. And they literally are the best teams in football, right? I mean, yeah, they're both the one seed, but you know, you could look at it a lot different, right? Cincinnati's healthy. I don't think Kansas City beats them, and so the AFC's a, a bit tougher than the NFC. In the oh, I'm not. Yeah, no, not at all. And definitely. so you get the Chiefs out of them. I don't think it matters. Now, I don't believe in the Bills like a lot of people do. But you get a healthy Cincinnati, I'd be more worried about them. So I think you guys get a little bit of a break there as far as Philadelphia goes. Um, And Nick Sirianni has proven to be a great hire. I I remember when they hired him. Well, yeah, he had a very – he had a – his first press conference, he looked flustered and he had trouble speaking and people were ripping him. And ever since then, and he's – Yeah, no, well, I I think the biggest thing is – Come on. I mean, they struggled a lot early in the last year. They were one in five. Uh, they were two in five. Uh, and Nick Sirianni, who uh, was calling plays at that point, and he realized, hey, if I'm calling plays, I'm not able to uh, talk to my defense. I'm not able to get things said. And he handed off play calling duties to Shane Steichen. And I think that's uh element of, hey, he understood uh, ego can get in the way, and that could cause a lot of issues for NFL uh, teams. He realized, hey, he took an objective look at it and realized what was best for the team. I think he gets a ton of credit for that. And the guys and the players want to play for him. Like, you hear raving reviews uh, about Nick Sirianni if you talk to any Eagles player, and that means a lot. And that means these these players are bought in, and that's something really important you need. Yeah, I think think it was um, in one of – I don't know if it was a press conference or just an interview – but the way um, Sirianni was talking about Jalen Hurts, like just how yeah. he leads, not even about how he plays on the field, <clears throat> like I think it shows that as a team, that team's building into what, not just what Sirianni's saying, but Jalen Hurts because he's the leader of that yeah. team. And um, just as a quarterback, obviously we know how he's an MVP candidate. We know how talented he is. But it's just to really – I think what makes this team special is how much they really respect Hurts. And it's yeah. only his second – Yeah. Second so it's, third second, year it's his third year, third second year, year, second year start, start. Yeah. yeah. So I think that kind of shows because when – I, my dad would always say when he would coach, like the best teams are player driven. Yeah, not a knock on Sirianni because he's done great stuff for us. Uh, but that's why I think what's special about this team is Hurts. That team's buying into Hurts. Yeah. What he's, no, what's he's saying? What's incredible about Hurts is just how poised he is. I mean, he's twenty four years old and just how poised. If you just yeah. look at him, he does. <laughs> he does what? If Hurts wins the Super Bowl, he's younger than Stetson Bennett. Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. That's really funny. Is, wasn't Stetson older than like? Oh, he was older than almost every sport, playoff yeah. quarterback. Except for Mahomes and, and, and Allen, I think. Uh, and I think Burrow, too. And, yeah. and the oldest quarterback this year in the playoffs. Mahomes. Is it Mahomes? Well, yeah. Brady. But, uh, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, was Dak Prescott not older than no, Mahomes? No, da- it's Dak. That's who I couldn't yeah. think. Dak's 29. I thought he's pushing 30. 29, he's, yeah. yeah. So he was like, I think it was the second weekend. Yeah. Uh, he, the only quarterback older than Stetson Bennett was Ola. Dak Prescott. Um, wow. So and Pat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> crazy, crazy stuff there. Uh the Eagles, I mean, when you think about it, you look at it and you go, they won the Super Bowl five years ago. 
and it's a completely different team. Yeah, yeah. completely, completely different yeah, coaching staff. Yeah, different coaching staff and different starting quarterback. Pete? Yeah, mm-hmm. not not that is one of the quickest turnarounds to get back yeah. to the Super Bowl and, uh, in NFL history. I think it was going to happen soon. I thought, you know, for sure. I mean, after that 2020 season, they were staring at four and eleven. Yeah. Uh, ton of question marks. Uh, Doug Peterson brought the team their first ever Super Bowl. Uh, they canned him, um, and they had to bring in. Uh, I, 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 I love Doug Peterson. I, I don't know about you, will forever love yeah. Doug Peterson. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> they brought bring in a relatively unknown guy. Uh, they trade away a quarterback they were committed to financially. They ate all of the dead cap for that. Uh, had a draft. Um, Nobody expected them really to take Hurts. No. At least I did. No. Well, yeah, that was like the twenty. Yeah, that was the twenty twenty draft. They took Jalen Rager at the first round pick. Great pick there. And then right, uh, right, took right, Hurts right, right. at number 52 <laughs> yeah. overall. Um, and Harry Roseman, the GM, was much maligned for his management of the roster and his drafting. He goes out in 2021. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> uh, was able to flip picks. Was able to still get Devontae Smith. Was able to get Landon Dickerson, who's a pro bowler. Was able to get Milton Williams, who's a really good defensive tackle. Uh, and he was able to get these building blocks. And they went nine and eight last year, when they really weren't expected to. Right. Hertz got much, you know, experience, and then they entered this year with a much improved roster. And the biggest question mark was, can Jalen Hurts take that next step? That was, I mean, I remember coming on here like before the season began on uh, Sports Page and saying, "Oh, what, what's this? What do you think of this Eagles team?" And I thought. I thought they were an 11-win team, and I think they go as far as Jalen Hurts can take them. Even if he plays as he did last year, they were an 11-win team. And he's played at a level I didn't think he was going to reach this year. Yeah, And it's and I'm excited for the future of this Eagles team underneath Jalen Hurts because he's proved it in every single way. All right, let's move off of the Super Bowl and talk the league at large here. I saw today reports that the New York football giants are considering giving Daniel Jones a 35 to $38 million deal <laughs> per year. Uh, Go ahead, do it. New York. Please, please, New York. They declined his fifth-year option before the league, or before the league year last year. Uh, if I was New York, I'd just franchise tag him and then make him play again next year to show yep. you that. I when I thought, you know, okay, they could re-sign Daniel Jones, I was thinking 28 yep. to 30 million, yeah. not not 38 million. Although the NFL cap did increase by 16 million and it's just going to continue. It's going to keep going up. So like, you know, I, I I don't know how much that would really matter 2 years down the road anyway because yeah. compared to what the cap could be then, it's going to be a heck of a lot different. Um Although if I'm the NFL, I don't know. I might just keep a flat cap every year and make it. But you know, I think it has to do with yeah, the actual inflation yeah. and that sort of thing. It, it's an interesting thing, um, for sure. So I don't know. What do you, you guys? Uh, I hope they keep him. I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. necessarily afraid of Daniel Jones now, as an Eagles fan. Uh, Daniel Jones. He got rattled in the divisional yeah, but, round. But, if they're able to add pieces around, him, that was year one. Of I still Davis. don't. They make the second round. No, let's be fair. Okay, I understand that you're. Uh, yeah, I understand. I understand, but I think look at what he's done up till this point in his career. You could say he had a career he, he, his, under there. His, he still had coaching. His coaching touchdowns. was terrible. I used to be a Daniel Jones hater. I don't. But, I don't but believe with a in good Daniel coach, Jones. I, I don't think he's he could the, only he's not the get you far in the NFL. He I, could only but, get you wait, so wait, far. Hold on, boys, listen. His passing uh, completion numbers. Have went up three percent almost every mm-hmm. single year he's been in the league. He started at sixty percent. He's almost a seventy percent passer in the league, and he can add stuff with his legs. Okay, just, if you build if you build around Daniel Jones, can you win a Super Bowl with him? I, if you give him a, a legit wide receiver, they did it with Eli Manning right. twice. I mean, let's uh, be twice. Fair. Let's be I'm fair. trying, but I mean, I maybe it's because I, I, I see Daniel Jones twice a year. I'm not afraid of Daniel Jones. That's I mean, the Eagles own the Giants. I mean, that's that's a different story. I, I, think, that, I think that I would tag. Would you pay? Uh, but no, but they're not going to be able because they're going to save that tag for Saquon if they can't get a deal with Saquon. That's why they're okay. not going to tag him. Would you feel comfortable paying Daniel Jones that much? You put Daniel Jones. Would on you the feel Steelers? comfortable? Yeah. Would you? I, I, I he's not on the Steelers, no, Tanner. He's on the Steelers. Uh, he's on the Giants. You have to. So if you're the Giants, you invest in him now. Then you have to build around him. And if they can do that successfully, then I don't think I'd give a him a two-year deal draft. 
a quarterback, let him sit behind, and then let him walk. I, I don't. I don't know about that. I. I think he's better than the credit you're giving. I think he 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 showed up in some games this year. I mean, I mean the Minnesota game he who showed was, up. Yeah, who was his best wide receiver, Sean? Darius Slayton. Slayton. Okay. You give him some pieces, he's not that bad. I was look, a hater at, at first, but he's gotten better every single look, year. Now, Trevor Lawrence is a little bit different. But if we look at him, or you can look at Joe Burrow, or you can look at who, who's a... You're paying, you, so you're going to feel comfortable paying a guy who threw for 3,205 yards and fit, had 15 touchdowns to five Slayton. picks. Took a team with little talent to the playoffs. There's not a ton of talent in that Giants team. That, There's not. That defense took the Giants to the playoffs. It helps. Wink Martindale took that team to the playoffs. Saquon Barkley took that team to the playoffs. He had a career revival. I I think you're giving Jones not the credit that he's worth. Look at what. Look at his body of work now. I listen. Hey, it was a great congrats. And I said it last time we had sports page. I was going to give Giants the credit. They outperformed. All my expectations, they won a playoff game. And that's phenomenal for where they were coming into the year. I think Brian Dable is going to win Coach of the Year. I don't, you know, I, I you can make the argument for Peterson. That would be my vote. Or Shanahan. I think Nick Sirianni got snubbed. But Brian Dable's, what do you mean, no, Nick Sirianni got snubbed? He went 5-0 and against all those coaches. He went 5-0 and against all those coaches. Went 14-3. Had the franchise, had the Eagles have their best season my, in all their history. And he got snubbed. Mike Tomlin, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Mike Tomlin okay. with a rookie quarterback, 7-2 oh, oh, down the stretch, Matt Canada's OC. Yeah. Okay. No playoffs. Yeah, he's keeping Matt Canada, no by yachts. the way. No yachts. Listen, pal. No Tomlin yachts. doesn't get any credit because he's a veteran coach in this league. He did it. I've with- never once heard people criticize Mike Tomlin this year. Yeah. I- I'm saying. Because I knew they were going to be okay. I knew they were going to be okay. I, and you have to appreciate that coaching sometimes. Sometimes. No, no, no. Mike Tomlin's a fantastic listen, coach. He's a he's a proven fantastic coach. That's not coach. what I'm saying. I'm saying that sometimes, like Bill Belichick, Andy Reid, Tom, these guys are not guys that are ever considered for the most part for coach of the year, and I think that's an unfair slight against it. That's Kevin fair. Stefanski won coach of the year two years ago, and now he's about to be fired. That's okay? fair. Th- that's all I'm saying. I'm saying that sometimes it's okay to give it to a veteran coach in this league. I agree with that. And two with a rookie so and you're going to go almost Mike get, Tom. Shanahan might get it. Shanahan might get it this year. Okay Peterson might get it. He's a veteran coach. I think. I think. Uh, fair enough. I know, but, but I like, understand you, what you, you know, mean. Like it's always like, oh, Mike McDaniel. Shanahan is a better. Coach. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Mike McCarthy. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, the narrative. The narrative's around. It's like, it's. I, I feel like everybody. It's it's a coach that. It feels like it's a team that gets no traction, and they come out of nowhere and they out overperform that. Two and six. I know. Yeah, and seven and two down the street. Yeah, and yeah, I, I come understand. Tomlin. Come on. Anyway, back to what we were talking about. I, I, I don't think. Why on earth would you give Daniel Jones thirty-seven million dollars? I would give him thirty-seven, but I give him. That's what he's get. That's what he's at. That's what he's asking for, and that's what evidently he's, he's going to get from somewhere else. If not, I hope those fans like mediocrity. I mean, that's all gonna, I can really gonna, say. Guys, gonna draft CJ Stroud. Is that a better option? Take Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson. He is so look at, high on Anthony. Look Anthony at Richardson. look at what Brian Dable Wait, did time out, time with out. Josh Be Allen. Quiet. Let me say this really quick. I think Mr. he has the tools. I think he has the tools. there Monday morning after beat the clock. And he goes, I think when we look in five years from now, Anthony Richardson will be the best quarterback out of this class. I do. He, I really do. Bold statement, Sean. I'm going to hold you to it. Okay. It was like me saying Will Levis was going to be a top five Heisman oh, candidate. Ben, if Ben yeah. Mackey's listening right now, yeah. I'm going to get an angry yeah. text. Yeah. They're, they're Steelers fans saying we should have waited and drafted Levis this year oh, yeah. instead of Pickett. Yeah. I, I don't know if I could deal with that. Uh, point um, is. The point is that Daniel if Jones. If you play offense around Daniel Jones, he will get fixed. Josh Allen was terribly inefficient and was almost <laughs> on his way to being a bust. Are you Dable talking that Daniel Jones is going to take the Josh Allen leap? If this you, was year four. If you can get 70, it took Allen three. It took Allen two years of mediocrity, and they made the two years of Dable under him. And now look at him without Dable. He had he had the, tied for the most turnovers in the league this year. I mean, if if Daniel Jones can become a more accurate passer, he gets set above seventy percent. It doesn't matter how many touchdowns you throw if you're winning football games. If you don't turn the ball over. That is all you're asking for. When he had like the second least amount of turnovers of any of any quarterback right. in the NFL, Daniel Jones was a very turnover prone quarterback before Brian Dable comes in year one. And of he Brian comes Dable. in, 
this year, and, and, and it's the second least turnovers in the NFL. Okay. Hey, if you guys are Listen, willing I, to die I on the Daniel Jones. I was a total Jones bona fide hater. Weapons, there's no reason he can't be good. And I you can know. now draft around him instead of trying to replace him and fix everything else. And you know what? If in Brian, as a as as someone who's also seen Daniel Jones yeah. play, do you think he deserves the financial commitment no, to a team? Yeah. I mean, I give him a two year deal. That's I say, fine. I, if he, I'm not even against the franchise tag, but uh, obviously, thirty five million. Yeah, a year I for think it's Daniel crazy. Jones. Because, um, like, I mean, it's been a couple years he's been in the, in the league. I I don't know because I I'm just, I'm just not sold him after one year not, after this year either. I'm obviously, not. they won the playoff game, but I mean, long term, I I don't know if he's the guy. I mean, again, as an Eagles fan, please pay him $37 million. Please. I would love, I would love that. That's fine. I'm fine. As, so as Hamilton said, we own that rivalry. Yeah. Please do yeah. that. So that, that's my take on it. I mean, if, if I was a Giants, I'd probably do the franchise tag. I think he needs another year to prove it. Obviously, it doesn't help. He did have bad receivers around yeah. him. But that's just kind of I mean, it's kind of how it goes. All right. Uh, let me tell you, Brian's wearing my favorite outfits of his today. It's the gray sweatpants with the white T-shirt. Why is it? What is it? He was wearing when I met him last year. <laughs> yeah, because I was wearing pants in August in Morgantown, guys. Brian, wow. Brian loves rocking just plain white T-shirt. Tanner, you wear shorty shorts. <laughs> hey, I, listen, no, I'm I, I'm not trying to slight you. Okay, I'm sorry. I mm, well, sometimes it's hard to tell when yeah, you're going it, in it, for it, a compliment. It came off a little. Uh, no, Lambert's no, delivery no. can be. That's yeah. my All right, favorite outfit of Brian's. Why? He's got the five T-shirts in the rotation. <laughs> All right, the white T-shirt. But but he wears the sweatshirt. I'm consistent, man. I'm consistent. Yeah, consistent. So wait, where's this going? Where's this? No, that's all. I, that's I'm it? just letting him know that's my. Because when I complimented you on your pants today, you told me to shut up. <laughs> Listen, I love the Lambert chubbies. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully tomorrow's game wears a suit and chubbies. <laughs> Little I, Ang- I, I, I'm seriously yeah, Angus Young. All right, do it. Oh my right, lord. No. Um, Brian, Brian's old thing from last year, and he okay. tried to get me with it today, and I did not fall for it. All right. I'm a veteran. Okay. Uh, you're a veteran so with you uh, one of them. All right. All right. Let's do it live on air right now. Yo, Sean, where'd you get that? Uh, get what? Let's smile. Oh, my God. <laughs> we, we got a class. I was so bored. Right class. across the hall from each other, and I'm sitting there. It's 1.30 or 12.30 or something, and he texts me, and he goes, Hey, where'd you get that? And I said, Brian, I'm not, I'm not responding. <laughs> and he responded to. Well, I, uh, I, did I, you say get that smile? Yeah. No, well, I didn't get he, to that point because he told me to uh, shut right, up. Right. That's but, what he always. And you don't want to be on the DA dating show. I told you, oh, unlim- oh, unlimited oh. Riz, right? Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah. Oh, that's an off-air yeah. conversation. <laughs> what we're trying to get done out here. I don't know if that. I don't know if I'm going to do that, but. Um, uh, no, but yeah, the Brian Brian's got a couple of those that he tries to get. Oh, I can't wait. Like I'd be yeah. sitting there at like eleven thirty trying to go. That's back. what you need that's what you need to bring to the game that's tomorrow. At the free it. throw yeah. line, you're talking, hey, you say yeah. that. You know, hey. in the dorm room last year, trying to go to bed. It's eleven thirty. <laughs> hey, where'd you get that? <laughs> okay, that's a little <laughs> no, after, no, no, no. no. Yeah, I would just uh, yeah, you, are you angry? Yeah. And then I hear the Seinfeld theme song for three hours. And then did you guys wake up to like Bolo G every morning? Right. <laughs> Black Hearted Man. No, no, the first five words of that song in that show. You guys have to make it. I knew it was bad. I had to make it to Stats. I had to make it to Stat 1. That's probably my most listened to song of the last year because it was my alarm every morning. It was only. Oh, it was, my Lord. It was, it was, it, that was the only way Tanner made it to our 830 stat class. I, oh, dude, I hate that song. <laughs> It, it, you know, it's like it's like that old commercial Apple used to have, where it was like the actual like wake up alarm, yeah. and everybody was flipping out about how yeah. Apple put that in a commercial because everybody yeah. hates that sound. Yeah. You start black hearted. I, I just yeah. Get angry. So you for all of you, never angry, as you Tanner's never no, angry. Never, guys. never. So, Clearly not. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm a nice guy. Uh, uh, we'll see tomorrow how with your nice guys. Yeah, we, I got to see that. You got to tra- all the energy you transfer to us. You got to transfer that towards the game tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But right. as you guys, the viewers can see out there, me and Tanner go way back. Yeah, way, way, way back a year. Way back a whole year. <laughs> yeah. 365 like, days. Listen, in Dadisman yeah. Hall, it feels like yeah. longer than a year. I <laughs> it did feel long. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no AC sitting there in 85 degrees September. Wait, Tanner, so was it free? Chubby's on, Wait, Tanner, right? Tanner. Around. Was what? it free? What? Was it free? I'm not, I'm not doing this. <laughs> you see? You see? I, I mean, come on. What are we doing? Lord, no have mercy. Oh. 
<laughs> I don't miss the dining hall food. I can promise you that. Oh, I don't miss it either. Uh, yeah, Summit was not fun. You guys, uh, so. you, crossings used to be so elite, though. Like, with what? all cro- Evansdale crossings, used to have so much oh, stuff. Hey, we got that Wild Cafe. Yeah, oh, Hugh Babies. babies. Awesome. Oh, what was that? The uh, milkshake lady scared me a little bit, but, but you know. It <laughs> what was, was that the with, the, was with the mac and cheese place that was on the first the floor? Oh, uh, yeah, Waldo's oh, Chicken was yeah. elite. Oh, yeah. That place was fire. You had to get the mac and cheese and chicken instead of getting it all with barbecue sauce. Well, what do we think get about buffalo sauce? Yes, yes, yes. Anyone? It's not bad. Yeah, I treated Tanner. I bought Tanner a lovely meal. Wow. Oh, wow. I did. It was a little date. We had a little White shirt and gray sweat. You got jokes, Hamilton. He's got jokes. And then Tanner had to get up from off the table. Oh, God, yeah. Every single bone in his body cracked. I felt bad for the guy. We're all coming to be much, much tighter friends here. Yeah. So, you know, now the names are coming. It's old Sean Tansky, right? Yep. And, uh. Cornelius the third over there. <laughs> Big Mac. The Big Mac. <laughs> Big Mac. Big Sean McQuillan. We're, we're still yeah, Big Sean McQuillan tomorrow night. Mr. Hamilton. And, and the other night, I'm going to get in my car to drive home, and Tanner Mount says, night pop pop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm we were, just ready to turn around. We were, we were coming up with I like names. It. Pop, pop. We were coming up for names for the new morning show, and yeah. there's yeah. a morning walk, and then I come in with the morning hobble. Oh yeah, <laughs> I said morning. Oh. Wait, what did I say? I said a Tanner joke with the morning walk. Yeah, yeah. I forgot what it was. <laughs> oh man, we we'll have to get into All it. All I know is I love Blaine Train. Yeah, Blaine, Blaine Train's the best. The Blaine one. Train. Oh. Yeah, I like left bench for Michael though. Yeah. That's oh, a good one. Bench. Well, no. So we're sitting there last week at the game, and we're getting ready to start, and I. Put out the starting five, and I tell Mohe that I want him on the bench right next to where I'm standing so I can talk to him. He goes, that's what all my other coaches <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. That, that, that's got to be degrading a little bit. Uh, oh. he, he did it to himself. Oh, yeah. I mean, hey. hey. hey he knows he's a spark plug off the bench. He, he yeah, knows. no, he does. He, does. he, he, he provides Ryan it. Wishes there's a shot clock though for when, for when <laughs> yeah. Mohe comes up the court. Yeah, yeah I'm like, boys. There what's... For 15 minutes I'm like, boys. So I'm like, we're down by 20 right running. now. Brian, I think you sat maybe two minutes of the game. Oh, yeah. You're just, you're just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're just sitting there like, just keep it going. I was seeing stars, man. I was seeing stars. And then I was getting thrown to the floor every five yeah. seconds, man. Yeah, was, no calls. No calls. It was, it was, yeah, it's all good, though. It's like it's like, it's like like uh, Bill Self when he comes to the Coliseum. Oh, Tomorrow yeah. night yeah. at the WV. 9 p.m. Eastern. Center. 9 p.m. Oh. Eastern. Upper, upper court now. We, upper we court going upgraded. up. We're moving up the ranks. I, 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 there might be a chance it gets live tweeted. Live wow. tweeted. Wow. wow. Who's doing that? Follow along. Who's doing that? Hey. Hey, we're going to have an entourage here tomorrow. That's what really. I'm hearing. Entourage. Hopefully wow. it turns Great out show. that way. I, I'd like to see a certain butcher wearing a moose suit. Yeah. Be, we got be... a fan no, no, section no, no. coming. The moose is real. Oh, it... Joel Butcher will be there, but the moose will also be there. They're separate entities. Oh, really? Oh. Oh. Okay. Wow. Come on. When you go to Disney, you know that that's Mickey, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. true. So that, yeah. the moose is the moose. Right. That's it. Yeah. Heck, yeah. I don't even know if he has a name. I, we might have to look into that. I want, <laughs> I'd hope he has Morgan. a name. Marion the Moose. Ma- <laughs> Marion? <laughs> Marion? Huh? I think on the spot, Tanner. I'm making you smile, man. Mission accomplished. Hey, where'd you get that smile? Hey, <laughs> look at Sean. It's spreading. It's continuing. I'm learning. I'm learning. Hey, hey change, uh, don't let the world change your smile. Let your smile change the world. That's the one I always <laughs> You got me my feelings right now. That, oh, that one, man. That one just enrages me. Hey, yeah? No, no Tanner. I, I'd throw like a third pick in a game of Maddie. be like, don't let the world change your smile. Oh, my God. Hey, Tanner, Tanner, Has he gotten you with that in like Mario Party? Because yeah. that would infuse oh, me in no, Mario no, Party. Tanner, 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 Tanner. What? No statistic in the world can measure the warmth of your smile. Right. You see, you see this? <laughs> oh, yeah. Those are the third pick of the game. <laughs> do you have the announcers on in the game? Like, do you have, like, Brandon Garland? Oh, and, God. Yeah, they, they're just, it's they're just, ru- they're just ruthless. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, but listen. So, you know, then he says that stuff, and I get up because I'm mad. I step <laughs> on a goldfish right now. <laughs> I think he slaps my neck on his walk back, too. Yeah, no, that that rug on our floor, Tanner, prayers up for that rug, man. It's seen some things, right? Yeah, it's it's seen it all, man. I don't remember. So, rip to whoever had your room. No, it was all in the rug. It was fun. Oh, yeah, everything went to the rug. That was hard tile. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Wow. Prison cell. Yeah. Yeah, it was an interesting experience. Especially living with Tanner, it was an interesting experience. All right, we're going to hit a break here. We come back, we've got more to talk about. The WVU football schedule was released. Uh oh. We're going to get into that. Pretty good, I think. Uh, so we'll break pretty good. That, we'll break that down here next. We'll pretty, have some more stories for you too, as, I'm sure, as we continue on uh, on Sports Night here on U92 at the under 
uh, eight timeout. It's about twenty-five to thirteen at the Coliseum. West Virginia's on top. You're listening to West. Or you're listening to U ninety-two, <laughs> the Moose from the campus of West Virginia. I'm not calling a game right now. What's no, no, it's like an instinct right yeah, now. Yeah, wow. Come on, hey, make sure that you listen next week. Thirty-six hours. It's the pledge drive starting at noon on Monday, running until midnight the following night on Tuesday. Ten to twelve, the sports block on Tuesday. Tune into that. We'll have more information again on that coming out of this break. This is U ninety-two. U92 The Moose is your home for the best sports coverage you're going to find here on the campus of West Virginia University. It all starts on Wednesdays from 6 to 10. It's the Sports Block on U92. From 6 to 8, we're talking WVU sports with a tilt towards on-campus coverage. From 8 to 10, it's the Sports Page taking a look at all the national stories you want to hear the U92 sports staff talk about. Then, at the bottom of every hour, Tune in for breaking news on all of the top stories in sports by members of the U92 staff. And finally, live sports on U92 The Moose are the bread and butter. Tune in for coverage of both WVU soccer teams, women's basketball, baseball, and WVU hockey live on U92, 91.7 FM, and U92TheMoose.com. You're not going to want to miss any of the sports here on U92. Of the box, Bear chips one in. Header attempt is into the back of the net for West Virginia, and the Mountaineers take a two to one lead. It's Adam Virgil, the transfer from the University of Charleston, finishing it for the Mountaineers. Your play-by-play coverage of Mountaineer men's and women's soccer. Pre-game coverage beginning 30 minutes prior to kickoff of each home game here on 91.7 FM U92. The only thing I love more than Valentine's Day is listening to U92 The Moose. But what if we combine those things? Join us for 36 hours of uninterrupted live radio from noon February 13th until midnight February 14th. Don't like all the sappy Valentine stuff? We have something different for everyone, such as your favorite music, live interviews, and even a horror play from the ancient vaults of U92's dark past. So why don't you pledge your love to the Moose, February 13th and 14th, on U92, the Moose. U92, the Moose is your home for the best sports coverage you're going to find here on the campus of West Virginia University. It all starts on Wednesdays from 6 to 10. It's the Sports Block on U92. From 6 to 8, we're talking WVU sports with a tilt towards on-campus coverage. From 8 to 10, it's the Sports Page taking a look at all the national stories you want to hear the U92 sports staff talk about. Then, at the bottom of every hour, tune in for breaking news on all of the top stories in sports by members of the U92 staff. And finally, live sports on U92 The Moose are the bread and butter. Tune in for coverage of both WVU soccer teams, women's basketball, baseball, and WVU hockey live on U92, 91.7 FM, and U92TheMoose.com. You're not going to want to miss any of the sports here on U92. The Don Plitzawide era begins this season for Mountaineer women's basketball. Hear all the play-by-play here on U92. Here's Dean South. Dean's driving down low, looking for the win. Count it! And the foul! Oh, what a bucket! Tie game with the free throw to go! Coverage of every single home game for Mountaineer women's basketball with pregame coverage beginning 30 minutes before tip-off here on 91.7 FM, U92 The Moose. schedule we're going with uh, and we are going to break down the West Virginia football schedule here uh, for the upcoming season wild start fellas three straight against PA teams yeah Uh, you start on the road up in Happy Valley 
What a start. Which, uh, let me tell you, I've been there, not that happy a place. <laughs> but but you start on the road in Happy Valley. Uh, and, you know, Gordon Gee said at the introduction of Ren Baker that he knows that we've ske- scheduled a ton of tough schedules over the next couple of years. And it's no different this year. No. Uh, you start on the road in Happy Valley, which will most likely be a top 10 team coming into the start of the year. You're probably what is that guy's name, the quarterback there? I want to say Dylan Royal, but that's not right. Uh, Drew Aller, Drew uh, Aller, yeah. most likely yeah. be the starting quarterback. Five star commit up there, Happy Valley. Um, and right now, we don't even know who West Virginia's quarterback is going to be. Uh, I would go to say I think it will be Nico. I think the spring will be a lot. Yeah. Um, but Nico comes in here, one of the best quarterback recruits in program history um brown is got a lot riding on this season we should say yeah um yeah it's the first time he's also really had his guy like hand-picked his guy let him sit a year get some playing time but still keep that red shirt title and now this is we could see you know we could the fans could finally see why they recruited him so hard, and they went right. to bat for him so hard. That's exciting. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and you, you mentioned that he sits a year, and he sits a year behind JT Davis. Yeah. He's a very smart IQ football player, in my opinion. Yeah, I thought it so. It just did not work out here for whatever reason, and, and it was unfortunate. Because when you look back at last year, both of those games are one-possession games. Yeah. And if you start 2-0 and and then you go and beat Towson, you start 3-0, and things feel a heck of a lot different than 1-2. and Especially, yep. you know, again, that – Backyard brawl. It was so close. Oh man! And can you just imagine? Oh man! How big that game was with the amount of fans that were there, and then how much uh, my first football games at WB watched it. Yeah, it's, it really? Yep. I, I think winning that game also been, would have changed the tra- trajectory of the season. So it's really, but it's, I think it's really cool what the how they scheduled this season is. Again, you start with three Pennsylvania teams, yeah. and they are all. Two in Pittsburgh, so <clears throat> close to each other. Yeah. You got you go to Happy Valley about a, a couple three hour car drive, you'd say. Then you have two teams from Pittsburgh yeah. at home. Let, it's just quick. a trip up I seventy nine. Let me give you the whole schedule real quick, and we'll break it down game by game. All right, so you open in Happy Valley, September second, Penn State. Time to be determined. I would assume that would probably later in the day be a noon kick. You think so? Penn State's not going to start the year in a whiteout against Western. You know, not a whiteout, no. but I don't think it'll be a 3 o'clock or you know, 7 I, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, then you got Duquesne at home. I guarantee you that'll be 5 p.m. Yeah, uh, yeah, we've been talking about that. That'll There's be no just doubt. like the Long Island game yeah. a couple of years yeah. ago. Uh, then you have Backyard Brawl coming back here, and let me tell you, that will be one of the best atmospheres game day? you will ever be a part of if you can make it. I will be game day? <laughs> trying my hardest to come back if here for that game. If both teams are ranked, there's no reason game day shouldn't be. Game day nope. at the Lair? Uh, yeah, on the that's where that's where it would be. That's where it was. Maybe TCT live from game day. Ooh. Ooh. Then you uh, start Big 12 play immediately after three out-of-conference <laughs> games. And, you, and uh, two very uh, tough out-of-conference oh, yeah, games. For sure. Every only the national runner-up. Yeah, yeah. You only <laughs> play one non-Power 5 team this season. Let's be real. I mean, hey, tough. credit. Yeah. They, uh, hey, that's awesome for the fans, and it's awesome just to get West Virginia's name out there for maybe yeah. people who don't really know what this, what this like how is. historic this program is. Yeah. Um, so you play Pitt, then you play Tech at home, Texas Tech. Uh, that'll probably end up being like a Thursday or something. Or no, that's a Saturday game. It's already listed as a Saturday. Okay. Uh, then you've got TCU on the road. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that one. Although, that one. That one's. Is Duggan going to be back? No, no. He's at the. He, it was his last year. Last right, year. So he's at the that, Senior that Bowl this year. year. He's at. He was yeah, in Mobile that, that for the Senior Bowl. Mercado. Um, I mean, you got yeah. some players on that team. Then you have got Houston, but you have a bye in between TCU and Houston, <sighs> and that's Dana. It's an early bye. That one. I, I. I. We talked about it on Beat the Clock. That one. I. I really wish it was Houston here because again, uh, I was here in Dana's. Daner Holgerson's last year um, did not end how we wanted it to end, especially with so much promise entering that year. Uh, kind of left us. Yeah. And I would have loved to have that one here because I know people, you know, fans uh, that 
you know, not students at the time, but just fans. They would have loved to uh, have Holerson roam the sidelines again, but this time maybe uh, <laughs> chanting some things against him this yeah. time. All right. Then you've got, Regardless, it will be fun. You've got Mike Gundy and the Cowboys coming to near Oklahoma State on October 21st. Uh, then you go down to Orlando uh, to play UCF that week. And then you host BYU. Mm. Then you go to Norman, and who knows what this Oklahoma program is going to be that late. In the yeah, season. year two underneath uh, Brett Venables. Yeah, they'll be better. They'll be you better. Have my favorite game of the year, just personally, uh, Cincinnati comes here. I am very excited about that. Yeah. And then you close it out on the road in Baylor. So let's go back here. All right, so we talked about Penn State. Duquesne, uh, that's your you know FCS uh, yeah. this year. That should be a win. So best start could be 2-0. Who knows? You you never know. Um, and then you play Pitt, uh, and after last year, you know the reintroduction That's, of the backyard ball. These players yeah. now know what it means. Yeah, oh, that man. that was that was the big. That was another point I was bringing up for uh, uh, on beat the clock is that players. Uh, oh man, it's a shame. Uh, yeah, we'll uh, that later. Uh, but players now understand what the backyard brawl is and how big of a deal that is for both schools um and that's the first time either of these programs have had players realize that impact that were current players on their roster so that one uh again really tough loss last year and they played them at played a really good game there there was you know an unfortunate you know an a fortunate drop there at the end and everything. You don't go for it on fourth and one at the 45. So it's like just unfortunate. We don't need to do this. But uh, that's one that they definitely have circled. I mean, they had it circled last year, but this one, they have an understanding of how big that game is. And it's going to be the last time they play for a year or two or something like that, I believe. So they're going to want this one, especially because the atmosphere and what Morgantown will be like if they win – uh, will be something, some special, some some special. You know, that's, uh, that's something that people are talking about is get back to what Morgantown should be because it hasn't really been the same since COVID, is what I hear, Sean. Yeah, I I agree. Yeah, it hasn't. So, any thoughts on Pitt, Bry? Yeah, I mean, I, obviously, you know, I have a couple friends who go to Pitt, so you know, it came bragging a rights. You want bragging rights? Yeah, bragging back. rights. Yeah. Um. That's like, yeah, that's the game I'm looking most forward to. Uh, obviously, I'm interested to see who our quarterback's going to be. As you said, you know, it might be Nico, it might be Garrett. We don't know, but um, that would be a great win. Set the tone. That's I believe is that our third game. Yeah, that's week three. Uh, that's yeah, so I think that's going to that game. I don't know. I'm I'm really interested to see how like that type of environment is in Morgantown because I, I haven't had, I haven't been here for a football game where it's like that's like an actual like real like rival like that right. like the that series since we've been here. Have been the Thursday. Yeah, it was Baylor, Baylor. which was, which was awesome. Oh, but yeah, it was, was a Thursday. Yeah, it's was a you want that game. on a Saturday. Only yeah. one Thursday game this year. Yeah, no, it's thank, a big difference. thank you, um, <laughs> thank so you. Far. Yeah, and then uh, what was? There wasn't really any other night games, was there? Kansas was a night game. Kansas, yeah, this Kansas. was this year. So Kansas, was, although that was a really awful weather day. That yeah. was a tough. Oh, one. So you don't yeah, have that yeah. kind of environment. Um, but then the year prior, I can't even remember what the night games were. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, so I don't know. Um, so it'll be. I mean, I can't imagine Pitt wouldn't be a night game. But yeah, no, it's maybe it won't be. Maybe it'll be a twelve kick, and I, I don't know. It, it, it's I hope not. If could it be big noon? Uh, it could be. Could be theoretically big twelve. Yeah, mm-hmm. big I don't 12 know. Team. So then after that, they go to Tech. West Virginia struggled against Tech. I don't <clears> know <throat> really why that. Yeah, or Tech comes here. Excuse me, but I don't. I don't really know why that. Yeah, that's one that they, they they've had their number the past couple of yeah. years, and especially uh, we both thought uh, they were sort of in similar places the last few years, and they just gonna get it done. So that's uh, you know for other. I remember Neil uh, got him. We uh, West Virginia had a hard loss against Iowa State a couple of years ago. Yeah, and uh, I believe that was three years ago now, and then two years ago they had him back and. Neil said, this is one we circled on our calendar. We wanted this one back. They played them at home, and they were top 25 team at the time, and West Virginia beat them. So I feel like this could be a similar thing with Texas Tech. They've had their number the past couple of years. Um, you want to write that ship back. Yeah, so then they got TCU and Fort Worth. This TCU team will be good. 
Although West Virginia was also very much in that game. That was, a very that was another game. close game. That was arguably See, that's the, the thing. That was arguably the closest game TCU had in the regular besides season. Baylor. Yeah, besides the Baylor game. And then, of that course, game, they lost to K-State, I believe, in the Big 12 championship. That Baylor-TCU game, I watched it live. Oh, my. What a what – a, <laughs> just the frantic running on the field and just kicking the ball right – the yeah. kicker right down yeah. the middle. Griffin Kell, great kick. Yeah, but, I mean, great hey, the TCU – Loses Mac Duggan, who, uh, not for nothing, was a Heisman finalist. Took yeah, him to yeah. a national championship game. So that's He's a ball player. You have to see how they repl- guys, how yeah. they how they replace that. How do you, that's never easy to replace. Uh, then you got Houston down in Houston after the bye. Uh, you're right, uh, Hamilton. That's only after week five. That's kind of an early bye um, because that's still kind of warmer weather. Up here, yep. Right. Yep. Uh, so you wonder, you know. Why that buy is where it is, but and then you get like a mini buy after the Houston game. Yeah, yeah, you do because that Houston game's on a Thursday, so that's probably why they have the buy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have the mini buy where they come back and play Oklahoma State. We talked about Houston a little bit earlier with Dana. Uh, 